Welcome to Christ Global Gospel Television Network. Christ in me, the hope of glory. We walk by faith, not by sight. Supernatural Gospel of Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God. The light is the word of God. There is no turning back for the Egyptians that we see. You become one with Jesus Christ. Your, your, your agenda, your purpose in this life and now is to fulfill, to fulfill the will of God, to fulfill the plans of God on the earth. You are the ambassador of Christ Jesus. You are a soldier of Christ Jesus. Now you've got to stand up, my brother. You've got to stand up, my brother and my sister. Stand up for Jesus Christ. Stand up and become one. Oh my God has called you to be in this life. Don't waste your life for nothing because my brother and my sister, there is a reward for you in heaven. There is a reward for all of us when you step into your calling, allowing Jesus Christ to use you from for his glory on earth because the day you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, not only did you receive the just eternal life, not only did you receive divinity at work in you, not only the Holy Spirit came to live in you, but you became a soldier of Christ Jesus, a child of God. Now you represent the kingdom of God on earth. Your victory is in the word of God. When you speak that word, it is that is when you speak the word of God concerning your life, it is you coming into agreement with that which God has said about you. Hello everyone, welcome to Christ Global Gospel. This is Pastor Esther Birongi. Thank you so much for joining us today. I praise God for your lives and thank you again for joining us on this Sunday morning. I hope you had a wonderful week and I hope you were staying in the Word of God, feeding your soul, feeding your spirit with the Word of God in order to live a victorious and an effective Christian life. Because remember, the Word of God is the thought of God, is the power of God. Because even the, 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 the scripture says the Word of God is the only power power of God to save you because you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior when you heard the word and the word after you heard the word faith was imparted into your heart and that's how you receive salvation that's how you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and that's how you will continue to grow and be effective live a divine life that God has given you in Christ Jesus using the word of God growing in the word of God growing in the in the teachings of righteousness which we are going to touch on today um, because we are still we are still on the divine nature of God in us this is I would say part part three so God divine nature in us part three and today we are going to focus specifically on solely on righteousness the righteousness of God in us we already prayed uh, during the, the the worship session a segment should I say and if you did not join us you can go and play play the the, 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 the segment back because it really really blessed me you know it is important to pray my brother and sister prayer is something very important prayer prepares your heart to receive from the father you know just I've always said here I, I gave you guys even testimonies of my life because I was not really acquainted with the word of God I didn't have much teachings you know 
know, when, when I was growing up as a Christian, I grew up in the church, of course, but there was not a lot of teaching. I didn't have solid teaching that would help me to grow in the things of God, but I was a prayer person. I loved to pray and I loved to worship. Those two things were my food. So I prayed all the time. I worshiped all the time. And I, I developed a relationship with the Holy Spirit at a young age, meaning that I was talking to him at all, all the time. So meaning that when a friend does something to me, I will go and tell him. If, if something happens to me that, that I didn't like, I will go and tell him. I'm like, Daddy, even when someone tells me something that is mean, I will go and say, eh, Daddy, can you imagine? That's how I had a relationship with him. That, and that's until now, that's how my relationship with the Father, because he is my Father. He is my everything. Therefore, you know, he's always been my Father until forever. <laughs> now I'm getting into myself now. But let's go back to the message today. But it is very important, my brothers and my sisters, to build that relationship with the father to build that intimate relationship with the father going back to what i was saying before i kind of went a bit deeper is is when you build a relationship with the father he begins to teach you the word even prior to getting to some some words in the in the bible the holy spirit used to give me rama before even reading the bible then i will go and find it in the scripture and i will get excited because remember rama is the word that is alive it's the word that is alive in you and remember when the what is a life in you, my brother, my sister? Sometimes you cannot stop talking about it. It's it's almost like it, it it takes over you. It becomes one with you. And every time you open your mouth, all you want to do is to speak about that word. And that's how I used to be. A lot of time you will see me. You know, even prior to begin to preaching here. I used to do, try to do vlogging and all those stuff, you know, just like every young person was doing at that time. I, a couple years ago, I, I started at least in 2010, if I'm not mistaken, you know. But every time I took my camera to try to vlog, I found myself preaching. I was preaching, I was encouraging young girls, encouraging, you know. I, all I was doing was preaching. I would take my camera and begin to preach. I would take my camera and begin to worship. That's all I did. Of course, I was driving, I would find myself preaching and singing you know because that's what that was what it was in, in me I was sharing with others whatever that was in me all right so that's that that's that's my relationship with the father though i didn't have a lot of teachings as far as the word of god is concerned until you know the father called me therefore i will always always encourage you my brother and my sister to build a strong relationship with the father to build a strong intimate relationship with the holy spirit though we are speaking about our righteousness our divine nature in christ jesus the holy spirit is our helper is everything i mean it everything that we need as far as living a Christian life and again as I always say without the Holy Spirit you can never live a Christian life because it is that divine life is coming from him the gift of the Spirit they are the gift of the Spirit which is the Holy Spirit which is the Spirit of Christ hallelujah that's how Christ lives in you and I blessed be God but let's go ahead and dive right away into today's message you know, uh, believe me not, believe me, you know, the enemy fought against this message, but I know it's going to bless a lot of you. It's going to bless a lot of you because I recorded this whole message. Come to find out nothing was recorded. You know, I sat here and preached for one hour and, and something. <laughs> 
just to come to find out nothing was recorded i didn't press the the record button i think that one of the camera the main camera did not you know i did not record anything but on the extra camera that's when i found just a 15 minutes little teaching so therefore i'm having to re-record everything and and i know by the grace of god we're gonna do even extra you know than the one we did prior by the grace of god holy spirit my father I know we've already prayed, but I pray, Papa, I take full control. Speak through me according to your perfect will. Speak to the heart of your children around the world, Lord. Take full control for your glory and your honor. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. And as I said earlier, we, today we are still teaching on what God's divine nature in us. This is part three, and we are solely focusing on the righteousness of God in us. The divine nature of God, you can, you can, you know, the Zoe of the, the Zoe, you know, the, the eternal life that we have in Christ. That's another, another teaching, which is incredible. We will get to that, you know, by the grace of God. But today let's focus on the righteousness of God in the, you know, the divine life of God. God in us, the divine nature, I'm sorry, the divine nature of God in us, and the one of the gift which gives us that divine nature is the righteousness of God, all right, the righteousness of God in us, because we received it, you know, by faith. It's not something that we, we, we earned by our effort. It's not something we worked towards. No, it is, it is the gift of God that has been given to us through Christ Jesus. The day you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's the day you also received the gift of righteousness. And your growth, your maturity actually depends on the, on the, on the, your acquaintance with the, with the teaching your familiarity your 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 understanding of the teachings of the righteousness of God in, in you the righteousness of God the, the more you understand this teaching of the righteousness that, that you've become righteous in Christ Jesus you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus the more you will mature in Christ Jesus and also you will be able to possess your inheritance because remember a child can never possess their inheritance until they are grown you know even another scripture says the word of god is able to build you up and give you inheritance so when you are built when you become mature then you will begin to what to possess your inheritance in christ jesus blessed be god hallelujah so today we are going to focus on four points the first one is the death of Christ. The second one is the new creation. You know, so because the death of Christ is actually, you know, the death of Christ and his resurrection. The death of Christ and his resurrection. The new creation, the new creature. All right. And Jesus Christ, our righteousness. The, the death of Christ and his resurrection. The new creature. Those actually are introduction to the gift we've received of righteousness that the nature of righteousness we have in Christ to Jesus and we are also going to speak of how do you receive that righteousness how did you receive that righteousness I know I mentioned some stuff here you know as far as receiving the righteousness but I'm gonna give you more you know scripture references as far as so you can get more understanding you know of, of the Word of God and begin to walk in it because you can only operate to the level of the revelation that you have or the 
level of light that has been revealed to you. So the word of God is your light. The word of God is the lamp on our path and the light on our, on, on our feet and the light on our path. Glory to God. So the moment the word of God is, is released to you, the moment you receive it, it becomes yours because that which is revealed to you is yours. That which is hidden is of the Father. Glory to God. So let's go ahead and dive in right away. As I said, our first point is the death of Christ, the death of Christ. And if you have your Bible, please go ahead and pull it up. We're going to go ahead and read Second uh, Corinthians 5 and we'll read from uh, we'll read from 14 to 15. All right. So Second Corinthians 5, we'll read from 14 to um, 15. And if you are driving, listening to the podcast, just listen to, to the scripture, all right? And it says, for Christ, love, for Christ love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. All right. So Christ loves compels us because we are convinced, because we believe, because we know that Christ died for all. He died for the world. He died for all mankind. Not only for Christians, but for all. Christians are the, the, the fruit of what? Of his, of his death and his resurrection. Christians are those who received the love that he gave us because his death was came from a place of love and a grace because of his love, he died for the world so that we may be saved. We may be saved from sin. We may be saved from death. Because remember, the first Adam sinned against God. The first Adam disobeyed God. Therefore, he sinned against God. And men, men were, every man was born in the nature of sin. Those who have yet to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they have the nature of sin. Therefore, they cannot overcome sin. Sin has power over them because they have yet to receive salvation. They have yet to receive the gift that we are speaking of today, of the gift of righteousness. They have yet to receive the gift of love, that which Christ gave us because he had to die. He had to carry the sin on the cross for you and I, for the world. The sin that Adam committed, he that brought death. Another scripture says, by one man's offense, death reigned through sin. And by one man, by, uh, and, and, and how much more will those who have received the abundant provision of grace, which is also love, provision of grace and the gift of righteousness, shall reign in life. Through Christ Jesus. In order for you to reign in life, you have to receive that abundance gift of grace. Abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness. Righteousness, uh, understanding the teaching of righteousness, it is very important, my brother and my sister. Because at that will catapult you, that will transport you to who you have become. In Christ Jesus. Let's go ahead and move forward. 
let's let me go ahead and finish that scripture and again as i was reading i said second corinthians um five we are reading from 14 to 15 and he says <clears throat> excuse me for christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again so christ died for us and he rose from the dead he defeated death which which came through sin death reigned by one man's offense and righteousness is reigning by another's obedience glory to god hallelujah but i'm, I'm just kind of quoting different scriptures but i'm i'm gonna try to stay on the ones that i have for you here and let's go ahead and move forward and and read uh john 3 and we'll read from uh, 16 to 18 so john 3 16 to 18 it says for god so loved the world that he gave his 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 one and only son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life glory to god for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him whoever believes in him is not condemned but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and the only son. Here says the one who does not believe is condemned already. Condemned already. Why? Because of their nature, the sinful nature they, they, they inherited from the first Adam. The sinful nature they inherited from the first Adam condemns them. But the moment you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are removed from the condemnation because another scripture says there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So when you are in, if you are in Christ Jesus, you cannot be condemned for Christ already paid the price. He paid the price by dying on the cross. For you and I, by carrying every sin, every condemnation, every shame, every guilt, everything was he carried on the cross for him, for us, my brother, my sister. Jesus did not die just the cross, just like you, you read in the scripture, because there were other who were also crucified on a cross, you know, with Jesus, the thief and the other ones. But remember, Jesus Christ did not just die that, that, that same day. He died also. He was also afflicted on the cross for you and I because of the sin of the world that he carried on him. But not only that, my brother, my sister, he, he died on a cross, but he did not he descended in, 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 in hell and made spectacle of the devil, public spectacle of the devil, destroyed, overcame death, destroyed death and rose again. Hallelujah. He took the key of hell and death and he rose again. Hallelujah. In glory. Blessed be God. I know I'm kind of going ahead of my scripture, but we'll get to read some of the scripture that I'm, I'm referencing because it is in my spirit i have to take it you know take it i don't want to hold it you know back but just want to release it as it comes all right um where were we i said um john 3 uh 16 18 we read for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that who 
who so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him hallelujah whoever believes in him is not condemned but whosoever but whoever does not believe stand stands condemned already all right because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son glory to God if you don't believe in Jesus Christ my brothers if you don't believe in Jesus Christ then you stand condemned and and sin has hold of you you know sealed has a stronghold over you you cannot overcome sin that's why you see many people are struggling with all kinds of self addiction this and that because you know of the sinful nature that they have but the moment you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior sin has no longer hold of you darkness has no longer hold of you because you are now a child of God a new creature born of Christ a born of incorruptible seed born of the Word of God born of the indestructible seed glory to God hallelujah Let's go ahead and move forward. It says in, in Romans, let's go ahead and pull up your, your, your scripture, uh, your, open up your Bible. Let's go to Romans 9, uh, uh, nine uh, Romans 6, we are reading from 9 to 11 and it says, For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. Did you hear that? Death has no longer mastery over Christ. Death has no longer mastery over you and I. Why? Because we are one with Christ Jesus. We have been made one with the Father. Glory to God. You know, if you want to know about the oneness we have in Christ, go ahead and read, you know, into our, our messages. I think we, we preached it few weeks ago maybe a month ago about the glory of God and things like that you 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 will learn about how one would become with Christ Jesus so as Jesus Christ is so are we in this world we've become one with the father blessed be God that's the kind of love my brother my sister that God has for us and and it has nothing to do with what you've done or what I have done but it's all because of his love towards us my brother my sister all right, so let's go ahead and read. Um, uh, I believe we already read it. I don't think we finished it. So Romans, Romans 6, 9 to 11. And he says, For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. Death has no longer mastery over him. And in Christ we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. And he lives in us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Therefore, death has no longer mastery over us because we've become one with Christ Jesus. Blessed be God. But let's go ahead and move forward so we can get to our today's message. Uh, hallelujah. Our introduction is going to be a pretty good one because I have some amazing scriptures here. But again, let's move forward. It says, death, the death he died. He died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. He died once and for all, no longer. Remember, the, the, in Old Testament, the, the children of Israel, you know, used to, those who had covenant with the Father, 
used to sacrifice animals every year in order for them to be cleansed, in order for them to be forgiven of all their sins that they've committed. All right. Now Christ died once and for all to pay the debt and darkness no longer has power over anyone who is in Christ to Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And he says in the same way, count yourself dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Meaning sin has no longer power over you. The old nature of sin is gone. You have now the nature of Christ Jesus, which is what? Righteousness. Hallelujah. Which is righteous. Right. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the old nature is gone. You have now the nature of Christ Jesus. You have now the nature of Christ Jesus. You've been made the righteousness of God in a Christ Jesus. I like this scripture. It's, it's actually coming alive in my spirit right now, like great in, in a mighty way. You know, we've become one with the Father. The old nature is gone. We have the now the nature of Christ Jesus. We are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The nature we received by grace. Nothing we did, but everything to do with the love of God towards us. Hallelujah. All right, so, uh, Colossians 2. Let's go ahead and read Colossians 2. Uh, 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 1. This one is a long one. Holy Spirit, have your way. <laughs> we are reading from 1 to 16. And let's go ahead and, and, and just, I think, my message is, I believe, we are reading from... Um, from 1 to, to 15, actually. And my, my message is actually on the 15. But I want to read from 1 because there are some amazing, amazing truth that are, that are in this, you know, uh, verse, or should I say. And I just want to make sure that you are at least... I, I, it speaks to me. It speaks to me in a mighty way. Even if we don't touch on it, at least we read it. It's alive. It's alive in us. All right. Let's go ahead and read uh, Colossians 2. So we are reading from 1 to 16 and it says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your life in Him. Hallelujah. Because you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, continue to live your life in Him. How do you do that? By being conscious of his word by standing on his word by applying his word in over your life appropriating his word over your life walking making your decision based according to the word of god when you see sickness on your body you say by his stripes i was healed christ bore my sickness and he carried my pain by his stripes i was healed refuse to accept the report that you currently have accept that which christ has said glory to god hallelujah and that and that that's just one example when I say sickness that applies to everything else your finances your 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 marriage your your relationships the everything you live it in Christ Jesus hallelujah and he says so then just as you receive as you received G as you received Christ Jesus as Lord continue to live your life you continue to live your lives in him rooted and built up in him strengthened in faith as you were Taught. Hallelujah. And overflowing 
with thankfulness hallelujah continue to live in that and we'll go in eight it says so to it i'm sorry see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy there is a lot of that going on right now in our society all right again he says see to it that no one takes you it takes you captive because one can take you captive if you begin to live believe lies you know if you believe begin to live men's philosophy that's religion that has nothing to do with christ you know like an example when i spoke here earlier i used to say about let's go ahead and break every generational curses and things like that Th those things are not true there's not truth into that there's no generational curse when it comes to a child of god you are a seed of abraham there is no gener your generation is through abraham god himself calls us the seed of abraham he calls you are born of sarah you are born of abraham he calls us the seed of abraham hallelujah he calls us a new creature. If you are in Christ, you are a new creation. All the things has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I kind of went ahead of myself a little bit, but let's 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 go ahead and move forward. It says, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Glory to God. So do not al allow anyone to deceive you by human philosophy, you know, by the things that, are, that have nothing to do with Christ Jesus. Glory to God. But see to it that you are standing. Does this, you know, is, is this, you know, parallel to what Christ has said about me? If yes, then yes. If no, no, I don't believe that. I reject that in the name of Jesus Christ. All right. So therefore, you know, be attentive. And get we are on nine, it says, for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Hallelujah. Let's read that one more time. It says, for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. So the fullness of God is in Christ Jesus. The fullness of God is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. We've been brought to fullness. Glory to God. The spirit of God himself now lives in us. We've been brought to fullness. Hallelujah. He is, he is the head over every power and authority. In him you were also circumcised with the circumcision not performed by human hands your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised you see your whole self ruled by flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the knowing of God who raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. So it is, it is, still, it is still confirming here. The old nature is gone. 
You've been, you, 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 you have now the nature of Christ Jesus. For the old nature died and you rose with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Your old nature died through the baptism of water. You are now in Christ Jesus. You have now the life of God, the Zoe of God, the eternal life of God is at work in you. Glory to God. The divine life of God is at work in you. Blessed be God. Where were we? Hallelujah. All right, we're on 13 and it says, when you were dead in your sin and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all, he forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charges of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it on the cross. Just like I said earlier, everything was taken away. He nailed it on the cross. Glory to God. And having disarmed the power and the authority, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Glory to God. He made spectacle of the devil. And his demons triumphing over them by the cross. Glory to God. And he rose again. And he gave us his glorified life. Hallelujah. So we've been made. We are now children of God. We are now new creature in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and move into our second point, we were, which we were speaking of the new creation. You know, there I just kind of introduced the death of Christ and everything that, what, everything that the death of Christ and his resurrection accomplished in our lives. You know, what the death of Christ and his resurrection accomplished in our lives. Glory to God. So after his resurrection, we received a new life in Christ Jesus. We became a new creature in Christ Jesus, which was our second point, which is also found, the scripture references also in 2 Corinthians 5, and we will read from 17 to 21. All right. So from 17 to 21, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Another translation says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. All the things has passed away. See, behold, the new has come. Hallelujah. This translation, which is uh, uh, NIV says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Glory to God. The old has gone. The new is here. Here, present tense, hallelujah. All this from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sin against them. And he has, co he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ ambassador, glory to God. Jesus has committed to us, if you are a child of God, if you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've been reconciled to the Father. 
Because the first Adam was the enemy of God because he sinned against God. He was separated from God. The sin that he committed separated him from God. But Christ has reconciled us to the Father. We've been reconciled to the Father through the finished work of the cross. Through the grace we've received in Christ Jesus because we received, we believe in Christ. We believe in his name. Therefore, we are now children of God. We've been reconciled to the Father. But because, because you've re been reconciled to the Father, you've been also given the message of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and read it again. It says, I believe we were, we were, we were on 20, right? Yeah. You know, we are, we are there for Christ's ambassador as though God were making his appeal through us. Hallelujah. God is making his appeal through us because we are now his ambassador. We speak for him. We stand for him. We are his. We represent him. When people see us, they see Christ. Because remember, he lives in us. He lives in us. And his fullness is in us. Glory to God. His fullness is in us. Blessed be God. We are now his ambassadors. His ambassadors. We represent him on the earth. You know, because even I remember the prayer or Jesus prayed for us and for the disciples. He prayed, God, you know, we are not of this world. We are in the world, but not of this world. And he prayed, Daddy, Father, do not take them out of the world, but protect them. He prayed for our protection, you know. And here we are called what? His ambassadors. His ambassadors. And we, we speak for him in many ways. We, we, we represent him in many ways. Hallelujah. Based on what you are called to do. You know. But not only that. In your day to day life. You, are, you represent Christ. When people see you. They see Christ. Glory to God. And it says again. You know. God made him. Who knew is, is I'm sorry, <clears throat> we're on 21, I believe, right now. Yeah. It says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we may become the righteousness of God. So Christ became sin for us, so that we may become righteousness of God, the righteousness of God. In Christ to Jesus glory to God Christ has become our righteousness our holiness our our wisdom glory to God all right so it is very important to really f get familiar with this teaching of the righteousness of whom we've become in Christ Jesus because your maturity depends on that you're possessing you possessing your inheritance in Christ Jesus depends on that hallelujah glory to God and when I say inheritance there's a there it's 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 a, it's, it's, it's big that comes with your health it comes your prosperity it comes your peace it, your joy everything is included in that as far as your inheritance is concerned. Jesus said, peace, I live with you. You know, God says, may you prosper and be in good health as you're so prosper. That's your inheritance. Health is in your inheritance. Peace is your, is your inheritance. Joy is your inheritance. Prosperity is your inheritance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Therefore, um, and again, the gift, the gift of the spirit, just like I'm saying, you know, the righteous, you know, being a righteous, being a child of God, all of these things, you know, are yours because you received it through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. So we are going to our right, third point, which is Christ is our righteousness, our wisdom and our holiness, which we already touched on that. I'm just going to give you one more, few more scripture references. Then we'll move forward. And it says second Corinthians five. Oh, actually, we already read that. First uh, Corinthian, First Corinthian, uh, one, and we'll read from twenty-six to thirty. So, First Corinthian one, we are reading from 20, 26 to thirty, and he says, "Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standard. Not many were influential. Not many were of, of good, of of noble birth." Bagar chose the foolish thing of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak thing of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly thing of the world, the, 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 of the world, the, the, and the, the, the despised thing. And the things are not to nullify the things that are. This is one of my favorite, favorite scripture, my brother, my sister. I'm going to read it one more time for you. Again, this is 1 Corinthians 1, and we are reading from 26 to 30, and it says, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish thing of this world to shame the wise. God chose the foolish thing of this world to shame the wise just like you know sometimes when you are speaking in tongues you see and other people who call themselves wise and that I don't call that because there are two kinds of wisdom if you want to learn that you can go and check some of our teachings about wisdom you know there are two kinds of kind of wisdom wisdom of the world and wisdom that is in Christ Jesus false wisdom and true wisdom the scripture actually calls it true wisdom is of God false wisdom is of the world you know so those who call themselves wise sometimes they try to look down on things that are of christ because god likes to use things that are you may look at it that is very simple just remember remember what he used when he parted the sea for the children of israel what did he tell moses to to, to do many things that god uses is something that you may have you may overlook that's exactly what he will use look at david he was the one who was overlooked in the family. He was the one also who God chose to use. Hallelujah. Humility is, is, is key. Humility is key. And when I say humility, humility is not you beating up on yourself. No, humility is humility in your heart. You know, you may find one who, who think God can never use them. I'm like, ah, no, 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 me, me, no, you don't see yourself. You, you don't see yourself to be used by God and God chooses you. Sometimes you even disqualify yourself. 
Not only that, even other disqualified. I've lived that many times in my life, my brother and sister. When you see many, everyone is, has disqualified you. That's when God is going to speak of you in the midst of many. That's when he will honor you in the front of all. All who are disqualified you. And when I say disqualified, sometimes they will even disqualify you just because they can. But God will raise a voice all of a sudden to honor you. All of a sudden to honor you. The one who has been disqualified. And some, you may not even have been disqualified by either by your own self. The enemy has lied to you and you find yourself, you don't even see yourself of any worth. But God sees you. Your meek heart. He chooses you. He said, I'm going to use you. But continue to stay meek. Continue to keep your heart humble. I'm, I'm being led to this one. I don't know why, but maybe someone needs to hear this. Some people, they want spiritual gift for wrong reasons. You know, you see someone who have been praying, Lord, give me the gift of speaking in tongues for wrong reasons. Or give me the gift of this for wrong reasons. And they never receive it. Because of the state of your heart. But if you just, you just love God, the word of God says all spiritual gift have been given to us in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. All you have to do is to enter and receive. The Holy Spirit will give it to you. Just like I gave you guys my, my testimony. How did I begin to speak in tongues? I did not pray for it. I did not ask for it. No. I was listening to someone who was preaching about speaking in tongues. As I was listening, because I didn't have good understanding about, you know, that gift. You know, that's why I normally say you cannot receive that which you don't understand. You can only receive that which you understand. If you have a revelation, if, if you have a revelation, if you have an understanding of the word of God, it becomes yours. You, you, be, you become it. You become it. You, it, it, it be, you begin to live it, to walk in that truth. Glory to God. My brother, my sister, I didn't say anything. I didn't pray anything verbally. I was listening to a preacher preaching. And it was just like a, those, those little YouTube, you just placed a YouTube video, you're listening while you are, you know, laying down. And that's what I was actually doing, just listening. And as I was listening, faith was coming. And not only faith, understanding. I began to have an understanding. Uh -huh. mm, wow. I'm just listening quietly. And the Holy Spirit whispered in my heart very silently. And that's how I received it. I, uh, he whispered to my heart. I accepted it. I say, yes, Father. My brother and sister, I began to speak in tongues. I couldn't stop. I was holding my stomach. I was speaking in tongues for, I don't know for how long, but it was long. I was speaking. I'm like, wait, what? Huh? This? Oh, it, it, it was. You know, you know, you know. Have you ever been somewhere? You, 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 you're like, Lord Jesus, what is this? Oh, oh, wow. I like it. Yet I'm still trying to understand. I'm like, wow, Lord, I'm still going. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop. It, it was, it was that thing that just hallelujah, glory to God, blessed be God. It seems like there's someone who, who wants the gift of the Spirit, but you have to make sure you are coming from a pure place, my brother and my sister. 
Make sure your heart is pure. Why do you want it? Because you want to grow in Christ. Because you love Christ. You want to continue to grow in Christ. That's, that's, that's just it. You know? Like me, I've, I came to the understanding of a certain gift that I operated. And I'm like, what, what? What really did he thank you? I didn't ask for these things. He gave it to me in the place of prayer. Not only that, some of them were, were coming alive in the place of prayer because, okay, thank you, Daddy. Something we have to make sure we, we come into the understanding of is this. These gifts are secondary. Are secondary. Our heart must be channeled towards God. He has to be our passion and our love. Everything else will follow. Make Christ your passion and your love. My brother, my sister, you will not even ask. When you think of it and he gives you, you accept and you begin to move in it. You will not even have to ask, God give me. No, no, no. He wanted it for you. He wanted it for you. He already gave it to you. But when you allow things in your heart, wrong reason in your heart, that wrong reason will be the one preventing you from receiving it because he already gave it to you. He already gave it to you. You know, because the word of God says he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You make sure Jesus Christ is your passion. Make Christ Jesus your passion, your love. You are, you are after him. Everything else will come. Everything else will follow. Just like the word of God says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everything else will follow. Seek first to please God because righteousness is pleasing God, walking according to the will of God. Hmm? Seek first to please the Father. Everything else will follow. Look at David. God says, David was a man after my heart. All he wanted was God. Everything else was the riches, the palace, you know. You, you remember, David was, was promoted as a king. He, st he still did not register in his consciousness to a point where there was a time he said, Wow, God has made me a wonder. He, it was a time when he, he wondered God has made him a king. So he did not even register yet. There was a time when he registered in him. That's when you saw David was, when he praised God, he praised him as a child. Like just like when you say, as a fool. You know, many, you know, even his wife looked at him and says, you are very indignified. You are indignifying yourself. But David said, I'm doing it for my Lord. When you make Christ to Jesus, your father to be your number one priority, your number one, one you want to please him first, everything else after. You will see. You will see him also honor you. Glory to God. All right, it says, it says, again, as I said, this is my, my, my favorite scripture. And I normally like to stay. I'm staying here a bit long, but let's go ahead. It says, uh, we are reading again. It is 1 Corinthians 1, 26, 30. And it says, brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you, not many of you were wise by human standard. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things 
of this world to shame the wise. Just like you see people, some people are speaking in tongues. Just because you don't understand, don't see, don't look that, don't think they are fools. Because I've seen people who, you know, despise the gift of speaking in tongues. You know, they say they they are a little bit crazy or they are a little bit off. You know, you, you, that's a bit too far. You know, they, they don't believe in those things. You know, some people they 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 they, they hide it. You know, but God chooses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And because because there is there is there is. Huh, when you speak in tongues, you are speaking directly to God. Nobody understands. Even Satan, he doesn't know what you are saying. You are speaking mystery into, unto the Lord. You are speaking mystery. The Holy Spirit is giving you auras, words to speak. You are speaking into your future. You are speaking into, your, into the things, the, the kingdom, the things that God is doing. God is using you to do exploit when you speak in tongues, my brother, my sister. You are speaking mystery. Nobody understands but you and the Father because there are times when he reveals those things to you. He gives you interpretation of certain things that you say. You know, when you pray for it, he will give you interpretation of things. You know, even me, I didn't know, I didn't know United States of America is, it was called, uh, how do you call it again? What's the word, daddy? Um, a city on a hill, you know? I believe the city on a hill. I, I, I found that word in the prayer. Last year, in, no, in 2020, I was praying and praying and praying and praying. We were praying for the nation, actually. We were praying for America. And I was speaking in tongues and speaking in tongues. And I kept hearing a city on a hill, a city on a hill, a city on a hill. I'm, I'm saying, what is this city on a hill? To a point where I, 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 I went and Googled it. And not only that, also come to find in Isaiah. You know? So, but, and then he began to talk to me about this nation. You know, but I didn't know anything about it. You know, sometimes God will use you when you are praying in tongues to, 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 to just pray over things that you have no idea, but you are speaking mystery, my brother, my sister, mysteries, you know, but let's move forward. Hallelujah. It says here, but God chooses the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chooses the weak things of the world to shame the strong. I can go on and on to, to hear, but we're going to go. Maybe one day we we'll get to speak deeper into this scripture. It is one of my favorite scripture, really. Um, but again, God chooses the lowly thing of this world. The despised things. Things are not to nullify things that are. Things that are not to nullify things that are. So you see something that is in, on your body, you see, you can touch it. You see, you are, you, are, you are facing certain things. God uses things that are not to nullify things that are. How? With your words. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established in your life. And the light of God shall shine upon your way. You begin to speak over that mountain. Tell that mountain in the name of Jesus. Be moved and be thrown into the sea. And it will go because you've spoken. And the word of God will support you. Because it is the word of God. You are acting according to the word of God. 
you are appropriating the word of God over your life. The word of God says, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established in your life. And the light of God shall shine upon your way. The word of God, God also says, when you see, you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, move and be thrown into the sea and it will go. I once met some people, they say, you know, they, they don't believe on the claim it. I was, I was actually in a church where I was listening. You know, all these preachers claim it and name it, whatever. I'm like, what? You don't believe in that? Well, the scripture itself says that. You know, the scripture says, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established in your life. You know, call things that are not as though they are. And they will come to manifestation, you know. So, we, we have to embrace the word of God. We have to embrace the word of God as it is. Hallelujah. Because the, our maturity comes from it. You know, the, our maturity, in order for us to possess our inheritance, we have to embrace the true word of God. Do not reject it because, just because you don't understand it. You know, let's move forward. So let's, this is our what? Righteousness by faith. All right. Righteousness by faith. Glory to God. I believe this is our last one. Or actually I have five points, not four. But let's see if we can we can go a bit faster because of time. Alright? So righteousness by faith. Romans 1, and we are reading from 10 to 17, and it says. You know what? Let's go ahead and read all the way to. Let me go ahead and read from 16 to 17 because uh, the, the message is actually on, on 17. So I had it from uh, 10 just to give you like a uh, good understanding of where I'm coming from, you know. Um, but let's go ahead, because of time, let's go ahead and read from 16 to 17. And he says, For I am, not a, I am not ashamed of the gospel. This is Paul speaking. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Amen. Hallelujah. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. In the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. A righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteousness will live by faith. The righteousness will live by faith. And again, righteousness, you received it by faith. It's not something that you did. It's not something that you, you worked to, 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 to possess. It is something that you, it is a gift that you received by faith when you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that gift comes alive when you appropriate it in your life, when you come into the understanding, you, 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 you familiarize yourself with that truth, then you will begin to what? To work in it. Because that which is revealed to you is yours. Hallelujah. That which is revealed to you is yours. And as I always say, you can only walk to the capacity of the light that has been revealed to you. If the teachings of the right of righteousness, you know, is revealed to you, then you will begin to walk into it. Hallelujah. You will begin to walk into it. 
you'll be able to to resist sin sin will no longer have power over you you know because if every christian you know, for every Christian, sin has no longer power over every child of God. But in order to walk in the righteousness of God, that truth must, must be revealed to you in order to appropriate it in your life, in order to be aware of it. Because the more you, 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 you understand something, you begin to live in it. It comes alive in you. And once it's alive in you, you'll be able to detect anything that is not right around you and reject it. Even sometimes lies. Sometimes the enemy tries to put stuff on you that are lies, like condemning you, shaming you, bringing thoughts of shame, bringing thoughts of condemnation to condemn you. But when you say, no, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, now you are appropriating that truth over you. And that condemnation will have no power over you. Because when you have the sense of guilt and shame and condemnation, you will not be able to possess that which God has given you. You will not be able to take over your inheritance. You will not be able to, 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 to be who Christ has called you because you are bound with those things with the shame with condemnation with guilt those things are arrows the enemy uses to block you from receiving that which God has for you therefore when you stand and you, you declare that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus holy and blameless he will not have power over you any longer because your confidence in Christ is very important. To stand confident and firm in Christ is very important. Because for you to overcome those giants, you, you will come to a point where you stand. Just as the scripture says, when you are done standing, stand. And the enemy will try to bring all kinds of thoughts, shame, guilt, condemnation. Look at this. You did this. You did. No, say stand. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Holy and blameless. I refuse to accept that. That is after you've come to the understanding of that teaching. Because if not, he will try to, to pull you down with those lies. So that you will not receive that which God has for you. Alright. Let's move forward. Because remember. You know 2 Peter said. God has blessed us with all. All things that pertains to life and godliness. Has been given unto us. It's the matter of aligning yourself. And possessing that which God has given you. Align yourself and receive that which Christ has given you. Hallelujah. Alright. So as I said. Your spiritual maturity depends on your on your understanding of the teaching of righteousness you know hebrew 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 5 uh let's go ahead and read it from 11 to 13 so Hebrew 5, 11 to 13, he says, we have much to say about this. Again, when he say about this, it's about, you know, about, about, about taking the glory of who we are or, or of who we have become. You know, we must not take the glory of who we have become. The glory is given to, is, is for the Lord. The glory belongs to him. We, our place is to be thankful and humbly, graciously, Acknowledge and bless him for it, but give him all the glory because it has nothing to do with us, everything to do with him. Who we have become in Christ Jesus has nothing to do with us or what we've done, but everything to do with him. 
Even Jesus Christ himself in Hebrew, if you read it, you know, from the beginning, it explains even Jesus Christ did not take the glory. He gave the glory to the Father. The Father gave him the glory. And he gave us the Orabaye. Oh, the Father gave him the glory. And he also gave us his glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He did not take the glory. So therefore, I just did, I wanted to give you a little bit of, you know, you know, uh, understanding of where this Hebrew, Hebrew 5 from 1 to 13 is coming from. It says, we have much to say about this, which is about the glory we have received in Christ to Jesus. All right. It says, um, but it is hard to take it. I mean, I'm sorry. It is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, Though by this time you are to be a teacher, you need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk being still an infant, it is not acquainted with the teaching of righteousness. So if you are, if you, you only eat, drink milk, you are still an infant. You are still a child. You have yet to, to come to what? Acquainted with the teaching of, of righteousness. Because the teachings of righteousness, those are meat. Meaning that sometimes uh, uh, a child may see, oh. Because I remember when I was young, I believe it. I, I used to say, when people say, God, talk, God told me, I'm like, you. God, God told you, God is speaking to you, even though God was speaking to me all the time. But that word saying, God told me, hey, I was so, <laughs> I was so afraid. You know, I rebuke that word, even fear. I don't, I don't, mm -mm. I just, I couldn't. I reverenced God in a, in a, in a, in a mighty way, in a way that I, I was not saying, even if I heard God whisper stuff in my heart i would say something told me but i didn't want to say god told me i would say oh god speak to me because i was a child i couldn't i couldn't grasp the fact that god is speaking to me even even the scripture where ye are gods we are gods eh? uh, but again when you grow when you grow you begin to chew Meat, no longer what? Milk. Because those who are still drinking milk, my brother and my sister, there are times where the things they will begin to face, they will be forced to eat meat. If not, they will have troubles. You know. All right, so here it's saying here, it says, you know, in fact, though by this time, you ought to be teacher. So meaning that by this time you should be, you should be mature, teaching others the word of God. Teaching other the things of God, but you st you don't want to understand. It says, you know, in fact, by 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 this time, you ought to be a teacher. You need you still need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word, all over all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still infant. So anyone who lives on milk is a child. Right? Is a child. 
Just like another scripture says, you know, Christ will heal, Jesus will heal you. That's for a child, you know. But for, for uh, uh, an adult, it says, those who are in Zion shall not say, I am sick. You cannot be sick because you are a child of God. You appropriate that truth over your life. I cannot be sick. I cannot. I cannot be sick. Because I am in Christ Jesus. You know? So a, a child is, ah, ah, what do you mean you cannot be? Yes, you cannot be sick. Because you are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. So um, this was our last point, my brother and my sister. So today's message, I trust that it blessed you. And I pray that you will continue to study or listen to it even. And, uh, and, and, and come familiarize yourself with this teaching of righteousness. My brother and my sister, because your success depends on it. Your prosperity depends on it. Your peace, your joy depends on it, my brother and my sister. Because there have to come a time when you grow in maturity. You, you grasp the true word of God. Hallelujah. You grasp the true word of God. You stand on it and refuse to be moved. Hallelujah. Alrighty, thank you so much, my brother and sister, for joining us. May God bless you all. And now we're going to go ahead and move into our next segment, which is uh, offering. And for offering, just use our website, which is www.christglobalgospel.com. So www.christglobalgospel.com. I'll have the link in the description box and I'll have the link. You know, I mean, I'll have it on the screen for some of you who are watching on Roku, you know. And uh, yeah, so thank you again so much for supporting our ministry. My God. God bless you. Just as the word of God also says, you know, you know, you know, give to those who are feeding you spiritually, you know, so feed those who, feed, you know, feed those who are spirit, give, feeding you spiritually with your material as well. You know, so bless those who are blessing you spiritually with your material and God will also bless you. All right. So let's go ahead and pray. I'm going to go ahead and pray for your, for your, um, for your offering. And uh, it is also your way, actually, of honoring God. You honor God by honoring those who, whom God has sent to you. You know, um, but yeah, so, and honoring his word, actually. All right, so let's go ahead and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bless you, I honor you, and I adore you. I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I thank you for everyone whom you've sent to be a blessing to this ministry, Lord. I thank you, Daddy, because I know only you can send them. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for inspiring them. Thank you for blessing them because, Father, you've blessed them to be a blessing and you will continue to multiply whatever this blessing is coming from a hundredfold for your glory and your honor. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you again, my brothers and my sisters, so much for blessing this ministry as we've blessed you and may God continue to bless you abundantly. Hallelujah. And if you are watching us, you have yet to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The word of God says, if you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior with your own mouth and believe that he died and God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Just go ahead and say this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, 
I know that I'm a sinner, but I ask you to forgive me today. Forgive me for every sin that I've ever committed, Lord. Father, today I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. For I believe that he died and God raised him from the dead. Today I receive salvation. I receive eternal life. I receive the gift of righteousness. I am born again in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. If you said that prayer, my brother and my sister, you are born again. You are a child of God. Angels in heaven are celebrating you. We also are celebrating you here at Christ Global Gospel. And please, don't forget to get in touch with us so we can give you some material that will help you to grow in your Christian life. Because right now, you're still a babe. All right? And then you need to milk. Then after that, you move into solid food. But you need to you know, get more food in order for you to grow in Christian life and live effective and victoriously in Christ Jesus. All right? So I'm going to go ahead and pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every soul that you've sent to us, Lord. Father, I pray that you will, you will baptize them with the gift of speaking in tongues. I thank you, Father, because they are sealed in you, King of glory, by the Holy Spirit. And darkness has no power over them. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that you will continue to lead and guide them, direct their path, lead them where they're supposed to be, in the church where they're supposed to be, Father, for your glory and your honor, in Jesus Christ's name, amen. And amen. Thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us today. And uh, I praise God for your lives. And uh, yes, also, please don't forget to, um, if, if you normally, you know, feed here and you are blessed, please, you know, you can also check our social media. Uh, I was inspired actually early on. I spoke about it in on during the prayer session segment. Uh, I spoke about, you know, if you guys can join us, mostly those whom Christ, you, I know God sent you to this, to this place. I want to invite you to our social media where you'll be able to be, you know, to feed every day, you know, not just once a week, because I normally post a lot of stuff, you know, you know, daily on my social media that God inspires in my heart to post. Therefore, I want you to be fed every day you know have like an inspired word that god gave you know is giving me for you so therefore please join us on our social media if you are listening to our podcast or if you are watching on youtube i don't know or even roku you can find us on our your social media our your facebook which is christ global gospel and our instagram you can also find christ global gospel or pastor esther birungi and uh, yeah, so find us on our social media so we can continue to feed you. I'm taking this serious because, you know, I'm, you know, the father is asking me to, you know, become full time in this, you know, therefore, um, I'm inviting you, I'm inviting all of you. Again, thank you all so much for joining us. May God bless you. And this is Pastor Esther Birungi. Until then, stay blessed. I'll see you next week. Bye. Welcome to Christ Global Gospel Television Network. Christ Ambassadors. We walk by faith, not by sight. Supernatural Gospel of Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God. The light is the Word of God. There is no turning back for 
the Egyptians that we see become one with Jesus Christ. Your, your, your agenda, your purpose in this life and now is to fulfill, to fulfill the will of God, to fulfill the plans of God on the earth. You are the ambassador of Christ Jesus. You are a soldier of Christ Jesus. Now you've got to stand up, my brother. You've got to stand up, my brother and my sister. Stand up for Jesus Christ. Stand up and become whom God has called you to be in this life. Don't waste your life for nothing because, my brother and my sister, there is a reward for you in heaven. There is a reward for all of us when you step into your calling. Allowing Jesus Christ to use you from for his glory on earth because the day you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, not only did you receive the just eternal life, not only did you receive divinity at work in you, not only the Holy Spirit came to live in you, but you became a soldier of Christ Jesus, a child of now you represent the kingdom of God on earth. Your victory is in the word of God. When you speak that word, it is that is when you speak the word of God concerning your life, it is you coming into agreement with that which God has said about you.